0: meet mesquite repeat make the trip you won't be sorry go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information
1: Homburg's morning sickness the old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail (laughs) uh, (laughs) and away we go brady people are asking like as a bengal fan what's your beef how do you walk away as a fan of the Bengals and say, if only blah, blah, blah. What the hell's going on with blah, blah, blah? What are you guys saying? What are Bengals fans texting each other today?
2: There's a uh, a number of them thought the laundry coming out in the last drive. Yeah, they're, was, they're blaming uh, flags. Yeah, but I, you know, my response to that was they got away with one on the first touchdown yeah. where he kind of turned the guy's head around with the kind face mask. Enough.
1: That was a blatant uh, miscall call there. The Bengals touchdown to start the second half. But they
2: weren't calling, you know, on that on that side of it. They were letting them play, for right. sure. sure. It just did come out of the end. I uh, For me, I just thought the uh, last, the third and one call, P. Ryan, calls. I would have rather had it in Mixon's hand than right. P. Ryan.
1: Now, all year, I haven't watched Bengals all year, but I've watched a lot. P. Ryan's your third down back.
2: Yeah, yeah. and he's the uh, outlet guy. He was like Gio oh, Bernard. Yeah,
1: he's your dump-down, third-down guy. Yeah. So on third downs, he's in the game.
2: And
3: he's had some good, some big runs. So on
1: third and one, not surprising that he's there. If Joe Mixon hasn't been your third down package the whole year,
3: he
2: popped. But a, P. Ryan hadn't been the third down guy, you know, not too much before that. Mixon, yeah, was, he popped Mixon a twenty-seven pretty,
3: yard run on fourth down in the uh, either the championship game or the division. I'm talking
2: about. I'm talking about this game in particular. Mixon was oh. starting to. I mean, the the run was working all right. Yeah. I thought, but
1: yeah, I didn't. Know. I I thought it was a good call. I don't know if. P-run was one, but I, that's the thing I walked away from yesterday as a, a guy who didn't care either way. Yeah, When it came down to it, the superstars showed up. Aaron Donald oh, made that play oh, you're man. talking about, third and one, and just single-handedly grabbed a big running back and, just, and stopped no him more. cold. Um, Aaron Donald made his play. Von Miller started to show up and make some big plays once they realized, alright, they're triple team and Donald. Then that last drive was Stafford and Cup. Uh, that was just the two guys that you need to step up and be superstars were bigger than whatever the Bengals guys they and didn't have they didn't have a guy bigger on the field at the time so the two biggest stars on the field became the two biggest stars on the field and I don't think the Bengals have a defensive player that can stop Cooper Cup
2: yeah and my thought on that was I you know I put two people on him or no matter put put all four guys on yeah. Cup and let him beat you with some other <laughs> yeah. receiver and a that, no-namer and, 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 well,
1: I watched it again when I got home and they did That was the scariest part. It just didn't feel that way. They had that thing zoned Cooper Cup's way, and Stafford threw some gems. I mean, some absolute. uh, Again, it goes back to that Super Bowl I watched with the Steelers and Packers. And at the end of the game, everybody's like, oh, the Steelers' defense is slow. The Steelers' defense is this. They're done. And they they were, but it wasn't because they were slow. It's because this guy was throwing perfect passes. I mean, you go back and watch that Steelers-Packers game, and we're talking – Fingernail defensive guys just barely missing tipping these passes because they were put in the perfect spot. That's what Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup did in the and last drive. And you look drive. at that
2: game. I mean, the, the Bengals played pretty much a game that they had to yeah. Played. I mean, the, the, they shut the run down.
1: You got a lead with a minute or two left.
2: That drive was amazing.
1: It was a great drive. And actually, Al Michaels at the end of the game says, or Chris Collinsworth. That's one of the best drives in Super Bowl history. It just goes down to an owl.
3: Fifteen plays?
1: Yeah. It was an amazing series. And the two best players on the field became the two guys you can't stop. And that's when you get frustrated as a team. And we got nothing to answer for this. We get The two best players are now becoming superstars. On They're taking that next step. And I don't think you can ask Eli Apple and Jesse Bates third to become Deion Sanders and Rod Woodson. At all. If they did, then they become, they have that Malcolm Butler moment where you're like, you're a superstar. That Larry Brown thing. And nobody stepped up and became bigger than the people on the field that uh, that were supposed to be big. It was, it's, it's, those are those moments in sports you love, though. Last year when the Suns were in the finals, and at a certain point you just realized, the Suns don't have anybody to stop Antetokounmpo. Yeah. And he knows it. Yep. And anytime this game's in jeopardy for the Bucks, he's going to take it over. And there's nothing you can do about it. You can put five guys on him. And Middleton going, those last three games, too. Right, but that was because the Suns had to commit had so could. much to this guy being the only one that can beat them no matter what they do. And that last drive, watch it again. If you taped it at all, watch it again, you'd be like, oh, we weren't going to win this game. Now, the other side could have been that Burrow had a minute and a half left Yeah. To become the best player. But the problem was the Rams had the two best players on the field then because Aaron Donald stepped up and became the greatest defensive player of all time. Like, you know, everybody's blabbing about. I still don't know that argument. We were talking about that. They kept saying uh, on the NFL network last night, is Aaron Donald the best defensive lineman of all time? And I'm like, you can't. He's great. There's no question. He's first ballot Hall of Fame, super amazing, everything. But you can't, and again, my bias, but J- Joe Green, Alan Page even, you brought that up my with bias, the Vikings. Cortez Kennedy. Cortez Kennedy is probably not as good, but Reggie up there. White. Reggie, the the White, Reggie, Reggie White. Reggie White. That's Reggie White. I mean, Reggie beast, White, you know. want to put that up in all-time stuff. Yeah, Cortez Kennedy was pretty amazing. I don't think people whisper the best none of none. all time of about not. him, you know. But you, we would for Joe Green. But for would his time, for, he
3: had that run like Aaron, not oh, three in a row, but you right. Know, but I, eight, I get it.
1: eight years, three times yeah. defensive player of the year. I mean, the like Aaron Donald is no doubt, but is he the best ever? Have have teams had to change entire offenses just because of him? Like all the teams, because like well, Lawrence were, Taylor made it so the entire offensive scheme of the NFL had to change.
3: Well, they That's, wouldn't stop talking about it last night. They were rotating that center over to to chip yeah. on on Donald. And oh, then you have to finally, scheme for them, and they finally adjusted back, and they right. had a, a line Von Miller, come in Von Miller running just, the stunts. Just yeah. said,
1: "All right, you're going to run three guys at him. I'll run right through it." It was pretty fun to watch from a scheme point of view because the two coaches are so, you know, analytic yeah. this and analytic that. The other thing that went on in town here this weekend, and again, I hope we did our job because I watched a lot of that Phoenix Open, and I don't think this city has ever looked better on TV than it did for the days on. Crowd oh massive. my god, two hundred thousand plus on Saturday. They they said the one guy said ah oh, it's three hundred if it's anything he said they don't have that right I
3: don't think they want to announce that I don't in either the pandemic I year. I agree I, I think it was gigantic <laughs> and I think they don't want to admit how the many guy on they seventeen was like
1: I don't know I do believe we're we're pushing three hundred thousand I've never seen <laughs> I've never seen humanity like this in my life and then the drone shot Saturday afternoon of eighteen and Saturday's the big day looked like and people say that it looked like ants but it did they had a row of people walking. And the rest just kind of milling around yeah. each other in this pile. If you've ever seen a pile of ants, that was what was going on on eighteen when uh, the last gr- the last group came through, and there was only one place to watch golf, and that was the eighteenth. It was a sea of humanity, and at that point, a good portion, probably half, had gone home. There's a hundred thousand people standing on a golf green in those tents and around it, and everything else. They said it was. They said that they they. Roughly estimated two hundred twenty five thousand on Saturday, and then that one goes. I've never seen anything like this. Two hundred twenty five is a low estimate. I would, it's closer to three hundred thousand <laughs> bodies.
3: Is, is there another stop on tour that has as many stadium no. setups as this one? It's the single largest. I've never largest, seen it on TV. Look like it's the largest that. sporting event. Crafts, yeah, it's the
1: largest sporting event in golf, and then uh, attendance. I mean, it's not even close. Yeah, the largest attended huge. thing in uh, sports it is without question the the this thing it, it, people like, are really nascar
3: was pushing it up there yeah
1: nascar but problem. if nascar did like 4 days in a row yeah. they'd probably come close. this is a, like we're getting 120 175 250 yeah. and then the last days like 125 and it's a break
3: yeah
1: so you get up into the 6 700,000 category if you get two two days over 200 and the other days are just average
3: People are just spent by Sunday. You think that's well, no, because the Super Bowl's on. They go,
1: they go. It's just they're not going in 300,000 deep because they got to work tomorrow. I mean, that Kevin Ray sent me a text. He was there, I think he was there Saturday. He sent me a text of a guy at 11 in the morning, face down next to the tee box (laughs) with beers laying all around him, puke hanging out of his mouth. (laughs) And he's like, This dude needs to rally. It is 11 a.m. And and it's like at 11 a.m., these guys are toast. But uh, the hole in one on Saturday. Was epic, awesome to watch. I don't yeah. even who was the guy who hit it. I don't even know some middle middle player. Who knows? Uh, and then yeah, yesterday there exactly. was another one, and the the beers flying. So it's just hilarious to watch because it's the opposite of what golf is, but it's everything golf should be. Because golf is a game. If you've ever played it, uh, that's truly about uh, debauchery, drinking, um. Antiquated male roles, we'll say Sam Ryder. Antiquated male roles and sex. That's what golf (laughs) is about. Golf, if you ever played golf with guys who play golf, every single thing that falls out of their mouth is a double entendre sexual innuendo. Brady, if I tell you that a ball I just putted uh, went off the edge of the cup, rim job. It's a rim job. If it slips off the edge of the cup, it's slippery uh, like what? Like (laughs) on a hooker's tooth. (laughs)
2: On yeah, a hooker's gold tube. It is, it's the
1: dirtiest game of all time. It is. There's nothing gentlemanly about it. Right
2: off the labia? Even Yeah,
1: right off the labia, because when you lip out, ah, oh, popped off her labia. <laughs> Couldn't get her in the hole. <laughs> You're drilling it down the middle. Everything about golf is sex, drinking. Even Brady and his dad are, ah, oh, it popped right out of her labia. <laughs> like, you don't even want to hear Torp saying the stuff he's saying. That Slicker than on a hooker's gold tooth was something my dad said one of the first times he took me golfing. I'm like, what does that mean? Now oh, These greens are fast. They're slicker than on a hooker's gold tooth. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I thought this game was supposed to be classy. Hit uh-uh. that
2: chunky and short like my prom date. <laughs> That's,
1: <right. laughs> That's what people said about you. That's a girl's <laughs> golf about Brady's prom date. <laughs> And then the cart girl comes by. And she's got a truck of beer and mixed drinks, and she is built to
2: feed you. Cards, right? Built
1: to feed you, sex and beer for extra cash, and she usually wins. We took it all. We brought them to
2: our land.
0: An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. No. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade Two. Play it now with Game Pass.
1: I remember golfing with the former Cardinal Bill Lewis, and he was a big man in my cart, and we're playing along, having a great time. Bill was so much fun, and we're playing along. Cart girl comes up and he goes, "You got any of the specials on Jack Daniels?" And she goes, "Yeah, I got a six for five dollar thing." And I'm like, six? And he goes, "All right, give me, uh, give me, give me three doubles of that." So he got the for ten bucks, he got three double Jack Daniels with the little airplane jacks double in each one. And he has his thirst buster cup. I'm standing there thinking he's ordering for me. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> Every one of those was his, and he got beer. He got he filled our cooler because they put a cooler. That's how that sport works. They put a cooler. On the your back of your car <laughs> to fill with beer because the gentleman's game. And then when they get in all hoity toity about, like, oh, throwing the beers, is, you know, I don't think that the uh, the royals who invented this game would be too pleased with the exact celebration that's Shad. going on here. I'm like, shut your mouth. This game is all about alcohol, the sex, swing fluid, filth, uh, disgusting talk. The reason it's gentlemen only, ladies forbidden is because of the s. Sh- we talk about on a golf course we can't possibly imagine our wives hearing period it's a design to be free of all things judgmental golf is the greatest game of all time for debauchery it just looks pretty and plus we did such a great job for years of selling it as just the boys going out there whacking the old whitey around you know i'm surprised black (laughs) people don't like it more hitting whitey 300 yards every every 18 times a day Crush Whitey, you guys could have your own thing. It isn't a game of, you know, tipping caps and shaking hands like it's presented. Because that's for the ladies back home to think, He's just out having a nice day on the links. Just a classy day with my classy rich husband. Uh Uh-uh. He's trying to f*** the cart
0: girl. They all are. Well, the headline on Fox 10 was... uh... Phoenix Open guests reportedly experiencing heat-related issues, injuries, seizures, and unconsciousness. Yeah. <laughs> That's the
1: headline. <laughs> they did a uh, time. Time. they did a thing on the news Sunday morning um, of up to that point, what the fire department calls had been, 130 calls at the open. and They got people all over. The, the paramedics and EMTs are everywhere. 130 calls. Leader in the clubhouse by far was intoxication. It was like 38 of the calls were intoxication. The other were heat-related because it's 80 and I'm guessing that's mostly people in their 70s and 80s sitting in the sun too long.
2: Then babies and then having r- babies,
1: rolling ankles. Did people have a baby? <laughs> no. I didn't see that. Rolling <laughs> ankles was like the other one, but by far the the majority of the calls were. And rolling ankles is intoxication too. I mean, you're not rolling your ankles. There's a reason. There. Why. Yeah, there's a reason why yeah. you're staggered. So that thing this weekend, 16th hole, the Coliseum is the greatest thing that's ever happened to golf. It can't happen. They anywhere They finally
2: else. have it down. I mean, it's like what more can you do to it because another level in- i know oh, that's fourth be-
1: floor because it used to be one it used to be the grass i went there years ago and used to stand behind the tee box oh yeah and that was like general admission they didn't know what they had going and everybody's like uh, Get it all! after every shot and i'm like this is pretty fun and the golfers were kind of like, this is kind of annoying like you could tell at first they weren't real happy with the the loudness, and then of course, the quiet stick guys came out and were ah. yelling at everybody. And then it's kind of maybe we should set up some chairs. Then it was a few seats behind to and with some of the
2: sound in with five with within the, uh, five years, they had oh, built got
1: to echo everything. Uh, they built one, one row, two rows, no. built the other the side. The now it's down. the Coliseum, and it's the coolest what thing. What does that
3: thing got to feel like if you're on the third deck of that thing when he sinks a hole? Uh, awesome. awesome. I've amazing. not been there for oh, a hole in one, God. I've been there
1: for a ball that was about six inches out. Wow! And the place went insane. Wow! It is—it's just constant noise. I've not been to uh, the only thing I can compare to the the greatest event I've ever been to have been the two heavyweight championship fights, Fury and Wilder fights. Both of those had energy I've never felt before, Super Bowl or otherwise. Not even close. Not even close. Super Bowl wasn't even close to the last Wilder Fury fight. I mean, I was buzzing. Uh, Phoenix Open sixteenth hole, probably the second closest energy, but it isn't for the sport. <laughs> It's for the where you are. It's the location. It has nothing to do with the sport. If something good happens. The
2: d- development, you know, at first they'd have the little crowd stands at the tee box. Then they started the horseshoe, and now just it's behind. gone all oh, it's the a, way around.
1: I built a full stadium around it, and it's neat. And then they're doing it on 17 and 18. You can't do it in any other golf course. They tried a couple other places to have, like, those moments, but it doesn't. It pales because this place is neat How often
3: does it, do they fly it into that horseshoe stands area? Never. Never. No. Have, I know they're good, but it would have I mean,
1: to be the worst shot you'd ever hit. Yeah. Uh, none of <laughs> us should hit that. <laughs> right. Like I yeah. mean yeah. <laughs> it's it's that kind of hole. It's a hundred and fifty yarder. But it's tricky. It's that's such a great thing. But uh, hopefully you guys did your due diligence with foul language, uh loud music, uh Sedona My Face. Sedona My Face. We met that, that guy. guy last night in his t shirt, Sedona My Face. A lot of stupid comments, a lot of catalytic converters missing. Uh just hopefully uh, everybody did their job because Phoenix has never looked better than it did. Scottsdale's never looked better than it did on TV all weekend long. Just not even I'm watching that thing going, I want to move there and I live here. Like it was drawing me in. It's we are the we are the mirage in the desert that makes everybody go, My life can be better when you see that. And I don't know what the hell they did to the sun. But every shot on television of the sun looked like the drawing of CBS Sunday morning. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It was like the sun had a happy face, and I'm like, what in the world? This
2: this is. Knock it off.
1: The Earth's sun. (laughs) This is beautiful. Like everything about it looked like another planet. It's someone we know is doing some photo editing this weekend.
0: Oh, he's in the yeah. filters. She oh, filtering? We got a filter girl Is she yes. filtering the sun? Well, now? she is now. She ran out of her own pictures. <laughs> she did we practice. know a girl. We know
1: a girl who's filtered herself forty years younger. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite remarkable how
3: she looks.
2: John, uh, the guy ahead.
3: says, John, to jump back to Van Jefferson real quick. Yeah, can't these players count backwards nine months? Take yeah. May off, man, or become the throat goat. Yes! Well, I'm the throat goat. I've listened
1: to a lot of Kim Petras this weekend. And there was an embarrassing moment as my... Uh, I, I tried driving for the first time since the surgery yesterday. And I did pretty good, but I had to go to the drugstore. And uh, I realized um, that if I park on an incline going up, my Jeep gets just a little higher and Johnny can't get in it. <laughs> and I was standing outside the Walgreens like trying to boost myself in. Bringing over with a cart. one dead leg. <laughs> And I was like, I need to like build a little staircase, but I don't know how I'm going to get that staircase in after. So it couldn't have been important stuff. Thank God I have car batteries in my car
2: oh,
0: that no. I
1: haven't returned yet.
3: <laughs> Still, you didn't chunk one of those out.
1: Well, it may or may not be sitting in the Walgreens parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> there may be a car battery in the Walgreens parking lot that.
3: Well,
0: yeah, uh, some not tweaker reach. got
1: the deposit. The, uh, He's fine. got the $13 gonna, deposit yeah. back gonna
2: reach in. reach down and get that back I'm not back picking in. that up.
1: I couldn't pick up a pair of socks. <laughs> if I was, once I got in, I'm like, hey, hey, <laughs> yeah, that stays. There's no leaning over that. But uh, I had Throat Goat going. I was listening to a little Kim Petras the entire go. And uh, I don't know if you've got it rolling or not, Brett. but uh, Throat yeah. Goat's on, and I'm like enjoying it. And uh, keys are in the car as I open up, and it's playing. And there's a lady sitting in her car next to me. I slide right out. Good. Pop the keys in. Start the car. Get the air going a little bit. And then try. I just reached in. Can't start it, but I can get the thing up to the, you know, everything's on. Whoops, sorry. I got the throat goat flying in the thing. And I thought I'd pop right in the car. Uh Uh-uh. It took me about eight minutes to get in my car. It was oh, bad. Man. It was bad. And then carrying a car battery with one good leg there from you. from the one side to the other. Oh, baby. I listened to this all oh. hey, weekend.
3: How many times do <laughs> you think you listen to this Broco? song? Coat?
2: Yeah.
1: Man.
2: 12.
1: I like I all of her flex. stuff. XXX is another song that yeah. she sings that I really like a I just lot.
2: had to flex. I'm the throat going. It's my name, I'm the throat girl.
1: Yeah, I can't get enough of her. So I was listening to that, trying to get in the parking lot at Walgreens and laughing because I plugged my phone in, I had everything ready, and I'm like, all right, now I gotta boost myself into this car. I'm, I'm leaving it. But uh, yeah, she was pretty amazing. And hopefully, the people that were in the car next to me, at least the old lady in the passenger seat waiting for her husband to come out of the Walgreens, was. Uh, From out of town and thought that this is like some tranny heaven and some weird thing. And then they go right back to Minnesota where they belong and never come back. We really like the weather, but the people there are so disgusting with their sex music. Also, uh, Valentine's Day today. And at that Speaking of throat coach, i don 't care how was that though of course you don 't no man really <laughs> does it 's like the birth of a child we don 't really care it 's easy you guys, you ladies have made that thing like it 's special it is the it is the easiest thing in the world I know it 's painful and all, but it is easy there 's look it 's been going on since frontier times prior to frontier times. I think Adam and Eve might have had a baby i 'm not real sure how that all went down. <laughs> Pretty sure. Cain and Abel. Pretty sure. Did they have a baby? That's gay. No, Adam and Eve. And uh, oh, Cain. I see. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say. It. You know, Cain and Abel wait, actually wait. did it. That's, the Bible, anything's possible because it's all fake, <laughs> but still. Uh, so, yeah, I'm not buying into this whole m- miracle of birth. It's constant. Uh, you go to inner cities, the miracle of birth is every five feet. It's not that miraculous to me. Um, but Valentine's Day yesterday, there has to be some sort of pullback on Valentine's Day to where we, we, take, we take the curtain. Brett's got it. Don't care. I'm walking around the Walgreens, and it's every dude in there has a Mylar balloon and a card from Walgreens. Now, if you get a birthday present for somebody at Walgreens, you're going to get yelled at. Number one dad, number one mom, number one grandpa, a T-shirt that says Arizona, a coffee mug. That would piss... That that tells somebody you don't really think about them much. That was yep. a last second thing. Th- they have that so you're
2: saying number one wife is a bad idea?
1: Terrible. Okay. No Oops. there's no way to quantify that, by the way. <laughs> First of all. You can't really But I saw this dude just sad sacking and it was I wanted to take a picture, but it would have been too obvious. There were six guys in line. Three of them had giant I love you, Mylar balloons. And they're just standing there like just Looking miserable, defeated, sure. sad individuals. <laughs> I forgot. <sighs> I got to go to the Walgreens. That is got to get a card. Walgreens should be called I'm sorry I forgot it was your birthday. That there, that should be that aisle because there's I'm sorry I forgot dot dot dot. I'm you were last on my list of Christmas gifts. Because the aisle time, of Christmas gifts else. at Walgreens is not stuff that you think it's the last second. Oh, this is good. They need a scale. <laughs> there's no like thought in it. So getting the balloon at Walgreens and the Stuffed animal. It's a nice gesture, but really, if it was any other day, you're not getting away with that. A Walgreens present. You're not getting away with drug store. Yeah, they don't last, last. No, those
3: gifts don't last. You're not the next year. You're not looking back, going, "I wonder what I got last no, year." They're,
1: they're, yeah, and that's the thing. Like the candy and the thing. It's just not <laughs> your it's yellow a, Whitmans. It's a quick stop. It's <laughs> it's popping in real fast. And the Whitmans it. is
3: great. Yeah. What's uh,
1: special about it to me, though? Not, nothing. Get, that's what I'm saying. Three guys with the exact same Mylar balloon expressing love. <laughs> But what's worse, going to the Walgreens <laughs> or pulling
0: over at that gas station on 32nd Street in Thomas That's where the I'm guy's saying. got the
1: little – you
3: know, all, the all,
1: all the stuff soil, and, yeah.
3: yeah? That's actually a little more effort. I, think, think, more so I think, so think so, too. I think so, too. I think the
1: guy yeah. – The pop-up stand – Because he sought
3: that one out. Yeah, the pop-up stand know. is
1: actual work. Walgreens yeah. is like, I know him. It's just – it's not work. It's like, oh, there's one pull over.
0: Just pull, no, no, over. No, no, Just no, pull no. over. It's not like Walgreens. you're going online, going, oh, where the hell's the, the where the hell's the next Mexican? But you're over right. A gas there's the,
1: <laughs> there's no there's no thought process <laughs> yeah. when you see the pop up on the true. side of the road. There
0: is. I, you know, I, and when right. that doll when splits the seams, yeah. yeah.
3: When you go to Walgreens, you're going there for deodorant, and then you go, aha, because oh, yeah. of the display. Because of all the stuff. You know. But the guy going there for
1: condoms. The guy on the corner,
2: you know why you're going there?
1: Rubbers, lube, and an I love you balloon. Yeah, or just tons and tons of lube because it's the one day a year you get to go back there.
2: I'm going to pull over the tent today. Ronnie's going to get some Trump gear for Valentine's. (laughs) Ah,
1: (laughs) Valentine's Trump. (laughs) It doesn't say make America great again, but it does sound like make this country great again. There's just some misspellings with that uh, country word. (laughs) Yeah, hang that flag on your house today. And to the sad people who decorate their houses for Valentine's Day, you're announcing yourself as lonely housewives. Because no man's going to go, well, i got to get the Valentine's flag and put hearts in my window. That is a woman who is not happy at home. If your house is decorated, loaded for Valentine's Day, I don't think you're getting the job done with your wife.
2: You've got that uh, one neighbor that got those uh, permanent lights installed yeah. that run the house. Ugh. We have There's one on our block. Well, I wouldn't say these are be permanent light. lights
1: installed. I think there's just a string of lights that change colors that this guy gets yeah. excited about. It looks like garbage in the daytime, and it looks like it's they're worse all at night. Red this week. And now they're Satan's house for a couple of days. But again, if you've got your house decorated at all for Valentine's Day, as a man, your wife is shouting out lonely housewife. She's basically, you know what it used to be when you put red lights in front of your house? A brothel. <laughs> so it's basically screaming, somebody come here and f- properly. It's not happening. The, there's a lady next to my uh, friend's house who's got a Valentine's Day tree. She proudly displays in her window. There's no way her husband's getting that. No way he's getting it done. If your house has hearts on the outside right now, you as a man are failing. She's shouting to the neighbors, I'm unloved, and I need it from elsewhere. And you're at Walgreens with your Mylar balloon and your Whitman's (laughs) and your coffee mug. That's his number one wife for the fourth year in a row. That would be better if Walgreens had a loyalty program for the mugs. And you go back in and you say, hey, I'm doing the mug again. And then they engrave on the bottom, for the fourth straight year, number one wife. It's like the Stanley Cup. Yeah,
3: you just yeah, keep yeah they needs. keep etching it,
1: <laughs> etching names in.
3: We had to put a new bowl on there.
1: <laughs> and then one year you just don't get it for her and go, sorry.
3: We didn't make it. Uh,
1: Madeline down the road got it this year. <laughs> what? What do you mean? That's just a Walgreens cup. Right. It means nothing. Now, here's the lube. You know which way to face. Happy <laughs> Valentine's Day. But it is Valentine's Day, and it's a good thing. Now you can do something even better for Valentine's Day. Yesterday when I was uh, laying in bed doing nothing, a whole load of it, uh, my name came up on the news. I'm watching the news, and and, uh, Kelsey Dickinson from the Humane Society is talking to Monica Garcia. And then I hear, uh, and that's because of Holmberg's Heartbreakers. And I'm like, huh? And I'd forgotten we were doing this thing with the Humane Society, with Holmberg's Heartbreakers. They put this together. Uh, Lerner and Rowe. we had some leftover donation money. And uh, she called, uh, Bretta called me last week from the Humane Society and said, can you help us out with this for some of these uh, dogs and cats that have been in the shelter for a long time, for whatever reason. And there's a bunch of them. She said, I want to name them Holmberg's Heartbreakers. Lerner and Roe is waiving the adoption fees for all of these. So there's, they're free. These are free dogs and cats. And you got Cleo and Tia and Jake. Look at Jake's face, the little. Oh, yeah. Man, he's adorable. He's six years old. So some of these dogs are a little older, and that's why they're not getting oh, adopted. So Holmberg's Heartbreakers are on there. I hear my name getting tossed around, Channel 3 News uh, yesterday morning like crazy. I didn't expect that, and I'm like, i got to get on this. So that's a real Valentine thing. That's a real way to express love, especially if you're one of those ladies with a house filled with hearts. And the outside says hearts because your husband uh, no longer gives you the proper f*** you deserve in your own mind. And that uh, cable box of yours is rusting shut. You need a crowbar and some WD-40 to get in there. What goes on here is you can go actually get some real love. Uh, I'm looking at this little Jake guy. That face. Look at that face. Come on. Keep her. And he needs a home and he's got nothing. So if you really want Valentine's Day to be lovey-dovey and bring some love into the house, this is the way to do it. They got a cat there that's... Uh, That Cleo cat, Cleo, I think that's her name, or Chloe, it's been there for a while, and uh, just super sweet, but older. You know, some people get a little scared of the older pets, and they need somewhere to go, so you're an old lady with hearts all over your house because you're not happy. This is a dog or cat that's older. You guys are a perfect match, a perfect match to give each other love from here on out. So if Valentine's Day is all about love, why not go get Something that loves back immediately, unconditionally, and everything else. So Homework Heartbreakers are all over our Facebook page. They're at uh, the azhumanesociety.org, I think. If not .com, figure it out. You guys will figure it yeah, out. Yeah, azhumane.org. It's .org, right. Uh, but they've got the waived adoption fees. And thanks to Lerner and Row, who gave up so much cash, and the Humane Society did so much great with it, that they're like, we got a little left over. What do you want to do? And we talked about it on Thursday, and it kind of slipped past me that Valentine's Day was the day this popped up so quick. So uh, that's real love to me. <laughs> birth of a child, easy. You know who's never uh, at the birth of a litter? The sire. <laughs> a dog isn't like doesn't put his bone down and go. I got to go watch the birth of my litter and run back because it's easy. It's a woman's job. If they pour right out of you. Bloop. There, it's a, you know how I know it's not a miracle? It happens in cabs. Nothing miraculous happens in a cab ever. So you can have a baby in a cab. It's, this poor Jefferson dude had to leave the one thing he truly loves, the football, to go watch some baby pour out of his wife's hole.
2: Oh, they couldn't midwife it at the sofa? That right, facility? The huge. They couldn't have one suite
1: built for her?
2: My water broke.
1: Oh, how convenient.
2: Cal, get Jefferson
1: down there. Tell Van he's got to leave his silly little game. Like a silly little game that pays him millions of dollars, so you can live high on the hog. Like what Brett said, the only reason you're not giving birth in county is because that guy's <laughs> playing in the Super Bowl right now. It's true. Miracle of but birth. She could
2: have had it a sweet Matt Damon exactly. stop by. Oh, put it on Congratulations. NBC. Are
1: you kidding? Jay Z. Yeah. Oh my God! The I mean, whole all half-time the show? Oh, yeah. How much better the halftime show would have been if uh, that woman's water would have busted right there during Eminem's set so on TV. Right in one right of those right homes. I'd watch. Oh that. yeah.
2: It'd
1: be it's awesome. disgusting. You know how I know it's also, you know how I know also the miracle of birth is gross? Uh, If anybody said to you, hey, if Toledo said, come on over to my house this week, I'm like, all right, uh, we're going to just have some dinner and then we're going to pop in the old videotape of Alex's birth. No one would stay. Uh, You would. I would not. (laughs) I can only imagine Dawn's honey hole being louder than her mouth at one point. Alex porn out of that thing. I don't need to see Dawn that
3: way. That's, that's the worst presentation a woman can
1: give. That is the worst. The Were you in the room? You weren't in the room for that, were you? Yeah, I caught him. Oh, that's right. Sweet Jesus. Oh, man. And how much longer after did the marriage last? Not much.
3: Uh, let's see. He was born and, uh, well, we weren't married when he was born. Oh, that's right. You got it after. Yeah.
2: The fact. Right. Toledo was in the room. He watched two other guys there, too. <laughs> <laughs> that was birth
1: cucking. <laughs> Out of the That's way, there, word. kid. I got, <laughs> I got this. I got this. I got this.
0: Bastard from a basket. Don't
1: push him. He's a flight risk. His <laughs> dad dead before him? Bastard from a basket. But you don't want to. You don't brag about what you saw that day. Oh, God no. It was gross. God, no. And it was going to happen with or without you. Right. Yeah. This whole dad in the room thing's got to end. We got important stuff to do, like Super Bowls and things like that. If you've got something bigger than the miracle of birth going on. I'm saying if you're on the couch eating Fritos and watching golf and water breaks, get your ass to the hospital. Yeah. But if you're in the Super Bowl or going to the moon or Elon Musk is trying to have you for lunch or you're golfing or mowing the grass, there's things that are bigger than the miracle. of. What if your team is in the Super Bowl? Do you get the pass then?
0: Absolutely. He
1: almost got in trouble because his Seahawks and Steelers were in when Alex was there. And you were on a— I
3: actually got told to leave. Over. Yeah, she
1: actually asked you to leave.
3: Yes, yeah, there was – there was. A, she didn't think that that he was going to be born, but he was supposed to be born that weekend. Yeah. Oh, man, we like February 5th
2: Detroit. or 4th or yeah. something like that. So, yeah, I remember – Two weeks later.
3: Y-
1: you were at
2: high risk. I had risk. to cancel yeah. my happy fun trip yeah. a couple – it was like a month before or something like that, it yeah. was – well, yours was a month before,
1: and you were going to some dumb parade in Ohio, which I that he was kinda... going
2: to be Grand Master of
3: again, or Grand Marshal, grand <laughs> grand exalted Cyclops. Of. <laughs> yes, he was going
2: to
1: be the Grand Wizard <laughs> of the gonna... <laughs> parade. Yeah, you were you were flying back for a Fourth of July parade. Yeah, like three weeks prior to the birth, without your family, and and they couldn't go. And you're like, I'm going to go do some fun well, no, stuff alone. I think that just... just
2: without Ronnie. Yeah, right. no the, family.
1: Well, that's, that was oh, well, Brady, she's your family. <laughs> no, but I'm telling you I've had before. other kids. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. You can't say that. <laughs> no family. Ronnie, my Not wife. Family. Yuck. Okay, I'm with you, but don't say it out loud. <laughs> Wait till the mics are off. Jesus Christ. Remember the burial talk we had to have where you're yes. going to get buried where your you're family one, is? You heard that one, right, yeah. Brett? Oh. oh, yeah. We asked Brady where he wanted to be buried and said Ohio. I was like, why? Well, that's where my family is. <laughs> oh, geez. Well, the people over here in Gilbert have a uh, pretty upset about that phrase. Well, that's where I want to be. I want to be with people I love. Oh,
0: man. Jesus. <laughs> What's wrong with you? I didn't say that. too.
1: That's what they heard. That's what they heard, Brady. You can say it, but that's what they heard. It was kind of a dismissal of the whole. And look, hey, you're right. They're better in Ohio. They've been more. Uh, you Throw know. my
2: ashes on Hungry Hermans. Back in Columbus. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> that's what I was
1: going to say. I'm not talking about people. I'm talking about places. you got that ice cream plate you can't get enough yeah. of. I mean, Kirby, Raiders,
0: wants,
2: I Kirby wants, wants to be buried
1: in Columbus, and she's not even from there because <laughs> it's miracle land. But yeah, no, no, you don't say that about that. Not my family, just right. <laughs> I didn't mean to I, yeah, but I know, and it comes across kind of dick. <laughs> Anyhoot, we had to cancel Brady's thing, because his parade for the 4th of July in Upper Arlington does not trump possible birth of a child. Super Bowl does. By far, Super Bowl does. I always do the gator mouth. Greater than childbirth. Ladies, Great on you for giving birth to kids and being moms and all that. It's not a miracle. It's the easiest thing in the world to do. <laughs> easiest thing in the world to do. Ask the NBA player Hey, do you think the birth of a child's a miracle? No, because miracles don't happen every six months. But it does to me because I'm the center for the LA Clippers. That's Sean Kemp. Sean Kemp does not consider childbirth a miracle. He considers it a nuisance. He considers it Wednesday. <laughs> right. oh. Happened again. Miracles every week at 6 p.m. Miracle. <sniffs> Leave a Super Bowl to watch a baby He got it in.
2: he did. He didn't
1: get the good part. He didn't get to enjoy it. Had to go to some sterile hospital and watch some ladies. He's lady got a explode. whole week to enjoy it. Oh, Brady, you're missing the point. <laughs> what happened to you? Where's the Brady that hates his family? Where's that callous <laughs> prick that was here two seconds ago? This guy ago? knew what he was doing. Come on. You want to be part of the celebration of your accomplishment. You don't want to run away from that for anything. The only thing is like a death or an accident or you've got to be there for somebody because you have to say goodbye. Right. right. Uh, and everybody's like, "Well, childbirth." Right. Facetime. They say that childbirth there's like there's risk
3: After yeah, the pandemic, one <laughs> percent <1% laughs> risk
1: now that anybody's going to pass away in childbirth. There's especially at the hospital they were going
3: to. Brett's absolutely right. They'll pull out the iPad. Yeah. How you face doing, time. honey? Yeah. I'm doing, here.
1: Honey? Glug glug glug. Champagne. <laughs> ski <laughs> goggles. <laughs> <laughs> you know like i oh, wait, God. show me that puss because I got to see that baby. Right. <laughs> a cigar in his hand. Why uh, are, are you roll. here? I just won the Super Bowl, bitch. (laughs) Miracle of birth. We'll do this again in a year. You can she can have like multiples of these. He he might not ever even sniff a Super Bowl. He might break his leg and never play the game again. Babies? He can make a hundred of them. I've seen pro athletes. I hate that story. And everybody wants to make that a good feeling story. See,
2: I think he was there the whole time. Not there. They just put that story out there to make
1: but, boy, I tell you what, there's no reason for us to drop everything for that kind of stuff. We're we're useless. Uh, people emailing me about the halftime show and said, uh, Karen says, hey, it may have been uh, half asleep years, but did I hear you say Eminem was 20-something? Eminem is 49. Uh, I'm like, yeah, he's not 20-something now. 22 years ago is when Eminem broke, yeah. 23. So he's the one that you're like, okay, it wasn't a 40-year-old song. But Dre and Snoop are 92, 93. And yeah, Dre's 56. Yeah. So this was a halftime show for old people. We just don't want to admit we're the old people. Yep. I know. I mean, I loved when Tom Petty played the Super Bowl. I thought he was great. Yeah. I thought it was fantastic. I liked when The Weeknd played a couple of years ago. I thought he was boring. I like this one better, though. Oh, man. No yeah. question. This is like somebody said, uh, the guy at the bar last night, said, like, rank the, the halftime shows as you remember them, and I'm like, Prince was one that— Pretty solid. Prince was unreal. Like watching him play, you forgot how good a guitar player he was. That was in Miami in the rain. And he had that big uh, silhouette guitar that made it look like he had a huge dick. Remember that? The shadow dick? And it, it, but his his musical performance was unmatched. Um, the worst one I've seen in, well, I've seen a couple live, was the Black Eyed Peas and Slash and Dallas sucked. That just flat stunk. The Rolling Stones in Detroit had the crowd going. I thought Bruno was great. Bruno that was, was amazing. Yeah, was really and, I, and I think that's because I was like, I don't expect that. I was a little mad at Bruno because I didn't know a lot about him at the time. And I'm uh. like, he's James Brown and Michael Jackson. He's doing their yeah. act. Yep. And then I realized he's just everything. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know he was everything. And he started to play the drums and then the guitar. And I'm like, this guy might be fantastic. And I might be the one looking for reasons to not like him. Because what Bruno is, is all of it. And that's different than being just Michael Jackson just James Brown. Because Michael Jackson was just James Brown. Yeah. He was just a little I thought smoother. the
2: uh, JT Janet Jackson was the best ending of the show. That was,
1: <laughs> that was memorable for a reason. I mean, you remember that was uh, – was who else was on that was Janet? That's just it. You don't remember. I don't remember That's the show. That's the You're only right. thing you remember. That is. It's the booby Brit- thing.
3: Was Britney on that one? I want to
0: say Britney and Aerosmith. She was
3: part of that one. one. Aerosmith.
2: But, but maybe, maybe she did pop out one. again with don't the – I don't remember. I don't know. I don't think they I don't think that was JT. Yeah.
1: Yeah. remember her booby. Uh there's been a few, but, I mean, you really go back and see. The Rolling Stones was pretty neat, but that's for people who loved the Stones. I'm not a huge Stones fan. I like them a lot. It was good. Don't remember the Gaga. I do, because she was so fat.
3: Well, she jumped into the stadium, Brady. Yeah. How could you well, miss it? I
1: remember that, but I think the plane was crashing from <laughs> yeah. over But, yeah, so her thing was okay. Katy Perry's thing was okay. Katy
3: Perry here was good. She was came good. out on that lion.
1: She did that, that whole was thing. But it's her music is passably yeah. okay. It's
3: it's not Mass Appeal. It
1: is It is Mass Appeal. That's the
0: problem. Well, I mean, it's bubblegum. You're, you're
3: bubble about over, the, over the ages.
0: Yeah, it's bubblegum, though. Oh, here you go. Nobody remembers it because it was Jessica Simpson, Ocean of Soul, Spirit <laughs> of Houston, P. Diddy, Kid Rock, Nellie,
1: Janet, Jesus. and JT. Oh, wow. and Toledo brought it up last night. A Coldplay. Did a halftime show like, a few years ago, and they were very good, but they are boring. boring. Yeah.
3: I love Coldplay, yeah. but not for the Super Bowl halftime. So show.
1: everybody keeps saying, "Oh, the Super Bowl halftime's always for old people." And it's the for weekend old
3: people. Last year, he was boring, boring but he's
1: great, he's and his great, music's but he's amazing. But he was for
3: that boring. Thing. I agree.
1: I wanted that to be so much more because there had been a buildup of about a year's worth of videos creating the character, and yeah. I thought, "Oh, the the end of his his movie through his videos, he had made a movie, and, there, and it's really interesting." And which is why he'd show up in bandages all the time because you'd see it and it was about six videos in to this movie that was like he was presenting as his real life. And then he had all that fake plastic surgery where his jaw got huge and everything else to fix his face. And then the Super Bowl thing I thought and Winston, my friends, when he introduced me that he's like, dude, the Super Bowl is going to be the last story. And it wasn't. It was just kind of him running around with the mirrors and it was. The music's great. He expected more because he he even spent like a million of his own money on top
0: of what they were already giving him.
1: And it was the pandemic Super Bowl, right? So it was no crowd, basically, some, that he could have full access to everything. And it was just kind of like, oh, it didn't really play on TV at all. But I don't know. Everybody always says, oh, it's for old people. It's for old people. We've had some younger stuff, you know, some modern things. And this one, I thought, was just it appealed to everybody. Unless you're an old white lady who it is. This isn't music. Well, you're, you're, look, you're done. We're done with you. I'm almost there, but society's done with you. That tribal music at halftime was horrible. What in the world were they hibbity-hopping about up there? Oh, all I did was clutch my purse when I saw those Negroes. (laughs) (laughs) So, all in all, a successful Super Bowl that I don't think anybody really cared about. Not many, you know, outside of Cincinnati and Kentucky, outside of the Los, greater Los Angeles area, there wasn't a huge. The teams didn't draw. But it was okay. The numbers will be good. Everybody watched on TV as always. It's a spectacle, but interesting to say the least. And it leads us right to Valentine's Day. So I don't. Know, you're not doing anything. Hell no. You got plans?
3: No. no nothing. No. I forgot. To say. Not doing Happy dinner Valentine's or anything. Or? Day this morning. My
1: driver texted me this morning, no, Michelle. No. My driver on my way in, I get a, uh, she sends me a little text every time she gets to the house and it says, uh, I'm here. Every time she's there, she lets me know she's outside and says, uh, happy Valentine's today to you and your wife. Happy wife. (laughs) That's basically what she put the ellipsis on, like happy wife, happy life. Ah. I think she assumed that I was going to be a little late right? from Valentine's day BJ. Oh yeah. Not the case.
2: Take your time. Okay, right
1: uh, Megan tied my shoe this morning. That was nice. That's as far as we went because <laughs> I can't tie my right you're shoe. You're so by close. Yes, we're so close. To, but while you're down there tying shoes, come on. I get a nice shoe tie and a pat on the head and a kick out the door. And, Jeez. Well, I mean, come on. It's, you didn't play some Kim Petras on your yeah. way out. It's, come on, babe. <laughs> throat go. <goat. laughs> it's quarter to five. Uh, yes. <laughs> so while you're tying my shoe, <laughs> I could take it all. Love it big or small
0: Make it hit the Man, it
1: just, woke you up with that I'm telling you what, <laughs> I had this, I had Kim Petras playing on my speakers around the pool and I was laying out, I just, I hadn't been outside being normal for a while because of my leg So I, yesterday, or uh, Saturday afternoon, I went out by the pool, it was beautiful I just sat there and I put Kim Petras on the, on the speakers outside You know, throat goats going on back there <laughs> Got this going. My gay neighbors, it was like Battle of the Network Stars. They were trying to get over the fence. They were like pole vaulting. Stuff flying back there.
3: Who's the better athlete?
1: Oh, by far, Troy. Is it really? Yeah. (laughs) Michael is, uh, I I imagine if there's a a tight twink on the other side of a wall, he'd juggernaut through it. Troy could leap. You
2: just see the tops of a bunch of little heads yeah. above the yeah. his little dickheads,
1: like <laughs> periscopes, little wall periscopes. What's going on at John's? Motherfucker! No, address. <laughs> you know don't, don't say that. <gasps> Make it hit the wall. I'm a She's She's great. She's an amazing person. <laughs> so, yeah, ladies, if you really want a good Valentine's Day, don't get us chocolate. Don't get anything else. Just play this and get to work. <laughs> Treat Me Like a Slut. That song is pretty phenomenal. XXX is great. Yeah, Treat Me Like a Slut is the... Dirty bitch I loved her. Mm
0: -hmm. Want some triple X? Yeah, XXXXX. XXXX. Get ready on the button because I don't know where this kicks in.
2: He's He's listening to 20 (laughs) hours.
1: Don't worry about it. I got this down. (laughs) (laughs) I'm working on some choreography for it as well.
2: How about for Super Bowl halftime? Jim Oh man!
1: I want I'm sorry. I've been listening. I like I like some Kim Petras. A lot. I get a text from Megan. Why are you listening to all that gay music? I'm like, gays have always been. What What is Elton John? You wouldn't have said that. Same thing. Elton kept his dick hypocrite. <laughs> anyway, what do you got on the big board of musical treats? This uh, beautiful but- and Sinatra may or may not be on there. I'm guessing you've probably added that.
0: <laughs> no, no, I didn't. I didn't. Should have. Uh, wake up song brought to you guys by our buddies over there at Action Ride Shop, getting you guys on the trails this uh, this weekend because the weather is supposed to be amazing <laughs> once again. You need a bike, you need the accessories, you need the knowledge, and you're going to go to Action Ride Shop. ActionRideShop.com as well as on Instagram and everything else. <laughs> oh, we
1: got to give away an award for best email of the day because I, I got it. It says, I can attest completely to the uh, fact that giving birth isn't that difficult. The birth of a child being a miracle, not such a big deal. My girl slept through the whole thing signed Christian rapper Nathan Sutherland. <laughs>
2: oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Formerly of into <Azean>, to health care. <laughs> it's my favorite email of the year already. Nothing, we got 10 months left and it's not getting topped. I can totally attest it's not that hard to get perks. You slept her the whole thing. <laughs> You're going to hell. Whoever you are who has this Nathan Sutherland email.
2: <laughs> bro, not yeah, that big of a bro. deal. I
1: can back it up. Back that up. Christian Rapper, formerly of Hacienda Healthcare, Nate. <laughs> that, is, that is well played, my friend. <laughs> <laughs>
0: just slipped through the whole
1: thing. My girl. Uh, everything about that's funny. Every word in that is funny. Nice job, sir. Jerk. Anyway. Sorry, Brett.
0: <laughs> All right. A lot of stuff going towards uh, Brady and his Bengals. Ozzie, secret loser. Uh, desolation <laughs> from Lamb of God. Dust in the Wind from Kansas. Nice. Uh, everything Ends from Slipknot. Uh, game Over from Machine Head. Get Inside, Stone Sour. Fear Factory. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hell yeah.
3: <laughs>
1: Scott Haynes might have topped it. So do you think the birth of a child is a miracle? <laughs> It is only when uh, you're uh, pregnant with Toledo's dad's kid because you have to have a baby while you're getting pushed down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> Miracle. Sorry. It's
0: all good. Uh, I, I don't know. I think Motorhead Heartbreaker goes for Brady and Valentine's Day. So, <laughs> <Duel>. <laughs> Oh, my God.
1: All right. Yeah. For whatever Brady wants. It's your choice today because you were the loser.
2: Take it away, Lemmy. Yeah. All
1: right. Nothing wrong with that, getting a little lemmy in there. And, of course, the woke police can't uh, let the Super Bowl go without being mad. Something Dolly Parton did in her commercial made everybody angry. Pulling the fun out of her boobs? Yeah. Well, they said that somehow or another she's making fun of kids and starving animals and stuff. I didn't pay that close attention to the commercial to know what that's about. But evidently, it's like Dolly Parton making fun of starving children. and Like, Jesus Christ, the fun police are everywhere. I didn't even know what the commercial was. Uh, I didn't either, I just I, thought, yeah. I forgot it already. Which one was it? It was early on, I remember. It's, uh, T-Mobile. 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 that's And right. she throws it to Miley Cyrus. That's it, Miley Cyrus sings the big song and she says something early on about child something or dogs, I don't know. We'll get into that. We'll get into that with Louie Moses. Yeah, and I have, I want to talk to Louie about that too, as advertising super guru Louie Moses will join us in a little bit. In the day and age of the woke culture, you can't have fun with a commercial like you used to without a whole, I, I got to ask him, if there's an entire branch of people inside his building that watch that thing and go oh no like watch it with a woke eye you're gonna get in trouble with that one yeah, yeah. do you have the woke eye i, I want to know because advertising it's harder than ever protecting brand to be entertaining and also uh, not piss something off something and i say something meaning like a group a person a group of people an animal rights activist a child rights just with a simple joke about a product that may or may not uh, old people young people you know you don't know who you're gonna make mad Sexist. Right. And just accidentally. Like, even like, you got to have a whole group of people. Right Now, watch it with a woke eye. Watch this thing like you were the most uptight pile of garbage on the planet and tell me what's wrong with it. And then we'll assess whether or not it's worth the risk because I didn't get anything woke off of that Miley Cyrus thing. I just thought they wrote like a We Are the World. That's the one where they did the We Are the World for phone coverage, right? Yeah, they did too. They
3: did an early one where she pulled the phone out of her boobs and then they came back later and they sung that.
1: But they did the the, uh, the big, almost like they're... They're amazing for their coverage yeah. instead, which is making fun of the, I guess I now understand how how you tied that together instead of just having right. a laugh with it to where you're upset is beyond me. But Dolly Parton evidently and Miley Cyrus hate starving people, so they made fun of USA for Africa 35 years later, and I guess it's too soon. Guess what you should make fun of? That USA for Africa didn't work. If 35 years later, there's still a bunch of starving Africans.
3: Maybe it's ripe for the picking.
1: It didn't work. The biggest failure in musical history might be USA for Africa because it raised like a billion dollars and it still didn't feed everybody. We still need to send money over there and drop rice on people from the sky.
2: Warlords would disagree with you on that. War, warlords, <laughs> fat, fat, warlords,
1: <laughs> fat warlords are thrilled. If you know you wanted to get Whitney really when she was in her prime, you should have done like an Uber Eats with those stars. While they sang We Are the World, they delivered like hot meals to those people instead of just airdropping their food so the warlords would come in and take it. That was a billion dollars worth of warlord food. <laughs> Meanwhile, Sally Struthers still down there trying not to get uh, sandwich drippings on herself so the kids don't eat her hands. <laughs> Anywho, All right, let's do it. You got a little uh, Lemmy on there, Toledo? Yeah. Right. Right now. Which one are we doing? Heartbreaker. Oh, man. It's a good song. Oh, boy. And again, if you're interested, Bloody Valentine is a Kim Petra song that you might like. It's pretty good. <laughs> I'll pull that one up. Yeah, there. it's not terrible. It's uh, good for Valentine's Day, especially if you've got a penis turned inside out and you're shallow bottoming out on that sink for your Valentine's morning. <laughs>
2: Happy Valentine's Day. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that'll be next year for uh, Vicks. You know, they'll come up with a new throat lozenge and they'll do Throat Goat as the song in the background for the Super Bowl. Well, they are and... the Throat
1: Goat. Yeah. Vicks, Vicks is truly like for the <laughs> sore throat goat.
3: I'm <laughs> the
0: sore throat goat. <laughs> Rest <laughs> the voice. Raspy voice. Raspy voice with a sore throat goat.
1: Vicks VapoRub. The sore throat goat. They are the greatest of all time. You turn to Vicks whenever your throat goes bad. You got the lozenge and the... I love the chest rub. It clears you right up. Brady, that's well done. The sore throat goat. It's no Nathan Sutherland email, but no, it's good stuff. No. But you're done. She slept through the whole thing, he says. <laughs> Miracle of birth. Let me be the first one to put a great big boot on that and squash it. Miracle of medicine that's made it so simple it can pop out of you on the drive over and nobody dies from it anymore. The mortality rate in a birth room is like 0.03%. percent you got to really screw up to die during childbirth. Not the baby. The baby could drop dead at any time. They're very fragile. But the mom, that used to be a big risk. hemorrhaging Oh, it used to be a huge risk. And to the 1% of you that have had it happen, I'm sorry, but we're getting it right for the most part. Sorry about your third world birth. It's not my fault. <laughs> it's not a miracle. You just weren't built for it. Try again. Yeah, try again. Now, stillborns don't count. Something went wrong inside. That doesn't. That's not the same thing. And how bad would you have felt if you were the Rams guy and you ran off
3: Oh, don't do what? that. What? <laughs> and then I was like,
1: I left for this. <laughs> it, didn't, uh, it didn't take. Glad I was here for that.
2: OBJ should have covered for him. He yeah. wasn't well, playing. Well,
1: he too slow. Boy, he's fragile. That kind of made me happy about the Rams winning it. If the Bengals couldn't win to make Browns fans mad and sad and, and borderline suicidal, OBJ grabbing a ring on the sidelines might be my second favorite thing. Hey, he at least gets, he
3: got in the game. He got his hey, two catches.
1: He got his catches. He played okay. Then his knee went pop, and that might, he might be out next year. Yep. His payday just went south. Because if that's an ACL, that's
3: it. Was patellar tendon.
1: Oh, did he lose it? I don't know I about didn't that. See the I, final. Thought, I
3: thought that was the the one, so that one, could be one of the ones in the front.
1: Eight or nine months. Yeah. That's going into the season. So OBJ getting a ring, standing there getting a ring right in front of Cleveland Browns fans in his hoodie and sweats. Ah, <laughs> take that, Browns fans. Love every second of Browns fans being sad. And a lot about that game yesterday made them sad. Detroit, congratulations. You got your first championship and probably only one. <laughs> Matthew Stafford, bringing it home. I saw some knob in a uh, powder blue Rams jersey that had Lions written on the sleeves. Yeah. Wow. Because he turned his ring. He's like, nope, I'm getting a Rams-Lions jersey. I'm like, ugh, how biblical. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Idiot.
1: Hey, it's not weird. Idiot. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I've heard it's enough of this. UPD. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet mesquite repeat. familybbq.com